0: All right, we got the top five stories of the day coming up here in hour number three, which is brought to you by Roof Tech of Oklahoma. Josh, Roof Tech of
1: Oklahoma, proud partners
0: of the Ref Sports Radio Network.
1: And take it from one Josh to another. Give Josh Tucker at Roof Tech of Oklahoma. Give them a call for all of your roofing needs, 405-703-4245. They guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry. If you don't trust this Josh, you should trust that Josh. If you don't, don't <laughs> trust my sports take, which, which that's totally reasonable. I could understand that. Uh, we're going to put the JT Gasso
0: interview on the podcast page. We will, we will request yes. for that. Beautiful. All right. Do you want
1: to get Demetrius in here?
0: Before we uh, hit the top five stories today and check the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I would
1: love to hear from Demetrius, who has been more than patient.
0: Demetrius, good morning. Yeah, great college basketball mind, incredible cookie maker, too. What's going on, Demetrius?
2: (laughs) Well, hey, a couple of things. First of all, on the Perry on Winfrey comments, you know, remember it's the senior bowl, um, and so it's an all-star game, so there's not a lot of offensive line to get time to prepare for him, although he's a, a great talent. And also, it's I got to be concerned about the fact that even though we didn't do a lot of of uh, sacks and all that, they still won the five games that they didn't have any any turnovers or any any ta- any tackles yeah. for loss. So, um, yeah, the format probably was a little a little inter- in- intriguing, but we still won the games, and that was the most important thing. Um, so, um, uh, you know, I, I at some point, we're just going to have to, you know, I really. And I think it's really pretty disingenuous to come up with a nickname for Coach Riley. All he did was he won most of the time here, and now he's gone, and he's gone, and he's okay. Yep. But making up the Mule comment and all that, that's just kind of bordering on, on defamation. But anyway, to talk about, uh, you were talking about uh, college basketball teams. Gonzaga's got the package. They had it last year except for one game, and they have it this year.
0: Hi what what's what do you think is you lost your well again i say lost your best player but what was viewed as one of their more talented players end up ends up going to the league and they don't really skip a beat they're still what 21 and 2 right now uh yeah, you've got to, wouldn't mal have like seven, 31 the other night
2: you have their seven foot center who now has acquired a three foot uh, a, a three-point jump shot so um, so we were talking about somebody, a, a team not necessarily having the total package. I think Gonzaga has the total package. just the question is, can they put it together for six games in a row? They came up one game short, and incredibly Baylor shot the lights out with four guards. So um, if they can you know if they can get into the they should be able to get into the tournament as the number one seed, and they're equipped to win the six. It's just a question of whether they will or not. Yeah, and they played some tough
0: teams this year, right? I mean, you battled Texas earlier in the season, UCLA beat, uh, beat both of them, played Duke and Alabama earlier this year, beat Texas yep. Tech. They played a rough schedule leading into the West Coast Conference.
2: Well, and that's the Coach Few trademark. He's pretty much taken the approach that um, because of the way the conference is now, although this conference this year is looking like a four-bid conference, according to Lenardi, um, in order to overcome that, he plays a really intense non-conference schedule, um, and it's helped him out uh, a whole lot along the way. So um, so uh, I'm just, I I think you're, by the way, it sounds like you're having way too much fun being the voice of, of OU women's softball, so continue to have fun <laughs> with that. And you're right about that. We just need to, to get on to this. It's, it's time to put coach riley to rest and and whether he left and how he left and all that let's just kind of get focused on the future he's gonna have a great time in usc i saw 24 yeah. 7 um sure. said he was his teams was one of the five teams that might be able to dethrone a sec team and i know that's a lot of hype but but you know it's time to and i and i know your i know your network likes to generate fans by talking about him but it's just time to stop
1: well time here's the deal the i'll fire. jump in on that Thanks, Demetrius. Demetrius. We're going to talk about Lincoln Riley because he was the ex-head football coach in Oklahoma when he makes comments. Now, I think Plank and I have been pretty good on this show of
2: not being insulted. You guys are are great. It's the afternoon guys. And, and, you know, quite frankly, hopefully um, um, the Butkus Award winner will leave radio and go start hawking um, soda pop the way our other Butkus Award winner has done very successfully.
0: Soda pop. I don't get it. Thanks, Demetrius. I appreciate your phone call. I
1: don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't want. Hey, this, I look. I do not want Teddy leaving radio. We we do not never. want that.
0: Never, never. Um, he's the best.
1: But here's the thing:
0: is and because I I'm fighting the fight against. I, what, what's that in the – Okay, never mind. I want everyone to be passionate about Brent Venables. I want them to be so excited about what's coming up for OU football, regardless of what the Stuart Mandels tell you or the, I don't know, Pat 40s. I mean, when have we ever listened to them for anything, right? I had forgotten Stuart Mandel was at the athletic until I saw his way too early top 25. So to me, I couldn't care less what these people think. Ninety-nine point nine percent of what happens in the media right now and you can say that we're guilty of this because we talk about it and that's fine but most of it is to generate some sort of reaction from you even if it's wildly incorrect because you don't have to defend anything anymore we're like weather guys now in sports we don't have to be right we just got to be entertaining that's the reality of it so, I get frustrated. I get triggered by it. I get angry. But I can tell you something. I am wanting everyone to say, "All right, dude, he's off there. We're doing our thing." But it's just not reality. It's just not reality, especially when those shots are taken and it works. You know, these are shots that are taken out of program that, and everyone wants to say, "Oh, why are you getting so fired up about it?" Okay, um, you know try to think of it from the perspective of how these dudes react whenever someone takes a shot at them. Watch the social media feed of a Stuart Mandel, the Kerzys of the world, the and I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, I love Jason. He's on our show. But Jason and, and Pat Forty and Carrie and everyone, when do you really see them get riled up? When someone takes a shot at them. They retweet, it's like, oh, I guess there's nothing better for him to do with his day. Well, I guess I'm not allowed to have an opinion, right? So they're just as guilty as Oklahoma fans are that get mad with what they write. So, again, I'm not here to tell you how dare you stop, stop, cease and desist. I can't. No one will take anyone's advice on anything because, by God, you've got your own way of doing it. I'm really getting fired up about this. I told you I wasn't going to talk about this. But I want to move on. I want to be excited, but I just I think I think we have. I, I think I think we've done a good job of it, but I also I think, Demetrius, there's going to continue to be those little shots that are taken. And when those little shots are taken, I'm not to the point yet, nor are most people where I can be the bigger bigger person. I think it's BS. I do. And I think they know what they're doing. They're and they're getting away with it right now because it's what they want engagement. And you're getting it. You're getting it. That was a little bit of a Ted talk. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate everybody. Yay,
1: Boss, <laughs> by the way, Dr. Pepper Fansville. Oh, 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 okay. Brian Bosworth. That one went I, over my head for a second, too. It just it I, happened too quickly, I guess, on this Wednesday.
0: Yeah, well, you could be mad at the nicknames, but they're not going anywhere. And wait till USC loses a game. I, I, here, here's been my thing. we we got to break. Then we'll get the top five stories today, the day, Josh. No, no, no. Listen, Let, let's hit the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Then we'll break. the we'll hit our top five stories today the day into the news. Let me say this. There's not going to be a point where this flips until Oklahoma plays a game or two. It's not going to flip in spring football. It's not going to flip during the summer. That flip I'm talking about is the narrative. The narrative is still going to be – Oh, man, Oklahoma. Oklahoma lost Lincoln Riley and all those players that went with him. Oh, my gosh. No one takes the time to really drill into it, do they, and say, huh. So Caleb Williams sucks that he left. Mario Williams had one good game, and Latrell McCutcheon didn't see the field the second half of the season. That's who went with Lincoln to USC. Um, I know there's some signees, right, that went for this signing class and for 2023, but that's to be expected. I just, I don't know, Josh. I'm, I'm fine with everyone being behind. I mean, I, nobody had Michigan in the top 25 to start the season last year, and I think Oklahoma is about ready to show everyone just what they've got. And I'm not. I don't care. I don't care. When you get on the bandwagon and you write your fluff stories, guess what? We ain't going to read them because we saw the doubt to begin with. I'm someone from day one have looked at this and said, this thing's going to work, man. It's going to be awesome. And it might take a little time, right, to get where it needs to be, but this thing is going to be rocking. There's too many people that have been too bathed in success for it not to work. And I'm never someone that's like, yeah, bleep you, Lincoln. I Hope you lose every single game. There's part of me that's like, dude, you know, good on you. You maybe saw something where you couldn't make of it what you wanted to. So you went somewhere else. Wish it would have been handled a different way. Wish it would have been maybe a little bit more thought out. But you did it. Good. Be you. Oklahoma's, they ended up landing a pretty, pretty solid dude. And I don't care. I don't care. But Pat Forty, or Stuart Mandel, or who's the latest is trying to get a little clout from OU fans? Who was it yesterday? Tom Fernelli. I don't care what you people think. Your picks suck. You're terrible at predictions anyway. I mean, why are you getting all carried away about this? All right, let's hit a couple of Air Comfort Solutions texts. Sorry. Got me all riled up there, Demetrius. Where uh, where do you want to hit on the Air Comfort Solution text line, Josh?
1: I'm over nickname leaving, but from now on, that is what he will be called by me. <laughs> nickname? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. Hey, nickname, get out of here. I, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm the Vince McMahon school. I, I want you here, but if you don't want to be here, all right, well, good luck. I'll find someone great to replace you. And look what he did. He got Cody Rhodes to come to the WWE. Let's go. All if,
1: right, um, that went over everyone. if saying. you don't like someone or something change your station this isn't Russia uh I would I, not suggest ca- anybody to change the station no what do you mean change the station I don't know stay here if we'll get if I change to, the you, station you, you mean turn it up and program it into your presets <laughs> and will <laughs> hear some sp- of our sports stock there some I'll of our
0: guys that get mad about things and like you know you could always change the station no <laughs>
1: don't <laughs> Stay here. I got you. A lot of support for Demetrius on the text line for <laughs> his comments. Uh, let's see. I've had basketball season tickets since before, Blake, but it's 71 because of COVID. My buddy and I took last year and this year off from attending games. Probably a small number as far as the crowd goes. Hey, but, look, all, more power to you. That's fair. If it's a health and safety thing, we're not going to get after you for that. And, again, it goes to what Plank was saying earlier, which is – there should be folks waiting in the wings to jump in and take your spot. But, look, the the OU basketball crowd conversation, evergreen topic. Unless Oklahoma's top five, top ten in the country, this is something, for the most part, we're going to be fighting around here. It's disappointing. It's just right. just kind of the way it goes for whatever reason with Oklahoma basketball. Grinch doesn't deserve a rebuttal. <laughs> Proof's in the pudding. That's to the perrion Winfrey cut from earlier, and you asked
0: if – Maybe they'll see a, a rebuttal to it. Boy, that'd be huge for the—that'd be huge for the Oklahoma breakdown if that could happen. <laughs> the Perion, the
1: Perry on Winfrey comments, yeah. <laughs> as far as crowd capacity at the LNC, it's a tough ask to have an early evening game for those of us that work eight to five. Hey, agreed. My only complaint to that response would be. Okay, well then, <laughs> don't reply. Late. Well, eight o'clock's too late for me. It's got to be one or the other. Uh, because but I've heard be- both. Oh, eight o'clock. I, you know, I got to put the kid. You know, kids got to get to sleep. Okay, well, we got to get some some butts and seats around here.
0: Well, and, and my counter to that is always, I agree. I mean, listen, man, I I'm sitting here as somebody who had soccer practice until six thirty. Last night, I'm a father of two, and listen, I'm 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 gone for like five days out of town with softball, then leaving again for another four. So it's a little bit harder for me to get out when I want to. I'm also I don't have to pay for tickets, so that's a terrible terrible example to set, right? But I do, and I will. Um, but I, I can just go by myself. But I had my daughters, and it's hard. It's hard whenever it's a six o'clock game to work everything around. I get that. My counter to that is always. There should be enough fans <laughs> in what's the population of just let's say Norman in general? All right, the population of of Norman, uh, Norman, Oklahoma. What are you gonna guess, Josh?
1: The population in Norman? Yeah, uh, it, you know, in it's one hundred
0: twenty-two thousand eight hundred thirty-seven. Okay, that's when just schools in session. Uh, I, this says 2019, so I'm just guessing in general. Uh, what's the, how many students are at the University of Oklahoma? Right, you're looking at um for the University of Oklahoma. I mean, there's 30,000 students. I listen. I love college. College was one of the greatest times of my life. Um, I never wanted to miss a basketball game, ever. Ever. Why aren't 30,000
1: students there? Well, 2,000. <laughs> 2,000 students. Are you kidding me? 2,000 students don't want to take a break for studying for two hours and come out and have a good time and support the men's team and the women's teams a couple of times each week? I mean, come on. Um, so, again, I, th- that's that's always kind of been my point is,
0: yeah, there's going to be a lot of us. That can't make it. When I was at the soccer field last night, sorry, the soccer pitch last night, a lot of dads, a lot of moms, a lot of kids out there practicing. But there wasn't 80,000. I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's always kind of been my thing that, yes, you're right, there's going to be some of us that just can't do a Tuesday night game at 6. There's going to be some of us that Saturdays at noon, I mean, there's always going to be roadblocks for everybody. My thought is there's enough members of the nation that would want to be out there to make it a difference. It's hard for people coming from Tulsa. It's hard for people coming from Dallas. I get it. But just in our area, in our region, we should have enough to kind of make up for that. Just thought. I mean, it's such a small percentage of people that we are really trying to get there. I don't know what more it takes. It's
1: already eleven twenty-one. Josh, is there anything else you want to hit off the text line outside of just winning big, man? I mean, that's it. Just kind of is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Win big. Absolutely. People people are going to show. Absolutely.
0: Hey, real quick, I I do want to point you guys. And I don't know if you are Tyler put this up, but right now at Sports Talk fourteen hundred, there is a. A really good thread going with a simple question. Sooner fans, what's your solution to getting better attendance at OU basketball games? And the very first reply from Perry Thomas. Well, I don't know if it's, but it's the first one I saw. The very first reply is a very good one. The question is one that gets asked a lot, and the only real answer is to get fans to care enough to go. And given the fan base's history, that's challenging. I do think the North Park Arena would draw more casual fans, but you likely lose a large portion of your students in energy. Yeah, they could have had a what Baylor's doing. By the way, the uh, – The basketball arena that they're building for Baylor isn't on campus. Nor is really their football stadium, to be honest with you. I don't think something has to be right smack dab in the middle of campus for people to want to go see it. The is an outlier as far as the OU campus is concerned. I don't know many people that can just walk to the games of the LNC from a student perspective.
1: Maybe they do, maybe
0: they don't.
1: Can you help me make sense? Like, What does this mean before we take a break? That is so funny. You guys are showing how out of touch you are. Like, for sure. My social media is so important, I have to blog. (laughs) What what does that mean?
0: I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I texted back. I think maybe their point is that they're angry that we took a shot at media members needing and wanting reaction or how then in turn nobody is more super sensitive than said media members
1: ah yeah They'll, no i i got i got you now. okay it? i it just went over my maybe. head i didn't understand what it meant maybe maybe but, but that's always my point is
0: i i love and murdoch took a shot a while back at some of these dudes and it's like they want to belittle a fan base right because they're oh so high and mighty, but you say one thing bad about, bro. This is not a good piece, or that's a that's a poor piece of writing, or whatever, dude. Ah, oh, how dare you? I'm blocking you. It's just it's it's funny because they want to be the bullies, but when you fire back, you're the worst thing that's ever been in the history of of social media. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's what that means or not. A quick break. When and by the way, this thread that's currently taking place on Twitter Sports Talk 1400 is really good. So check it out, add to it. It's a it's a really good kind of melting pot of conversations surrounding the the future and the attendance issues for OU basketball. It's a plank show. Gosh, we are we are so wonky with the clock today, but it's a it's an ongoing battle. It always will be. Welcome back into the Plank Show, right here on the ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Uh tonight, OU women's basketball squares off against Texas Tech inside the Lloyd Noble Center before a huge trip this weekend up to Ames, Iowa. Tip time tonight is set for six PM. In fact, Josh, why don't we why don't we hustle through? The top five stories of the day here real quick. And then we'll kind of reset, catch our breath after what's been somewhat of a combative day. Though, I will say, it's been a fun show. It's flown by. And we did get clarification on the Air Comfort Solutions text during the break, correct? I was not right with my interpretation.
1: Yes, basically, uh, you and I, were great. We are loved, according to this texter. We speak their language. <laughs> they have two kids at OU. They're so involved in their social media, they didn't even know there was a basketball game yesterday. But, uh, yeah, we are a little bit out of touch I- I- in that respect.
0: Um, I'll tell you what. The There's not – an. I, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I'm in my phone a lot. Right? I mean, a lot. But you look at probably an age group around uh, 32 and below, right? I mean, I don't know, maybe even a little bit younger, maybe about 29 and below, especially in college kids. I told this story. When we went to Garth Brooks a couple years ago, there were two people that sat next to us that were on their phone the whole time. It was Garth. They are on their phone the whole time taking pictures and snapping. So, I don't – again, if that's the case, then that's just going to be a challenge to try to get the youths to the game to begin with, but it's not like it isn't all over social media. You know – I mean,
1: they've done a great job at selling it. I know we have to get the top stories of the day. This text, it just doesn't work for me. We're a football school. No one even watches on TV. NBA ratings aren't even good. That – that's not good enough, no. man. I mean, support OU. Is it a football
0: school? Yes. But do you know what I'm going to see on... Oh, hold on. I had this pulled up to try to make a point. Do you know what I'm going to see whenever uh, Oklahoma softball plays at home against Minnesota on March 7th at pacs Stadium? Now... That might even be considered a little unfair because it's small and a softball crowd would look small if you put it inside the Lloyd Noble Center. So I understand that. Though I do think if somehow we could play a game inside the Lloyd Noble Center, I think there's a good chance that a lot of fans would show up. Um, But, I mean, Josh, I just – so you're a football school. That doesn't mean you have to ignore everything else. Are NBA ratings down? Yeah, they are significantly over the last couple of seasons. Why should that affect college basketball? It should not. Why would that affect your fandom for OU? I mean, I just I, I, we've all got excuses. My point is we can all have an excuse, but there should be enough of a fallback to where there's no need to there's no need to be sitting there at a three-quarter empty stadium uh watching a rivalry game. I And you know what? I'll say this. I completely and totally am behind if maybe the crowd isn't what it should be for a home game against Kansas State. I get it. A home game against TCU. I do not. Heck, Josh, maybe even... A, yeah, I know you don't. Maybe even a home game against Texas Tech. But that was Texas. That was, that was our rival. So... It's frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. All right. Uh, Listen, it's 1133. Let's do this. Let's merge the top five in the news so that way we don't get too far off the clock. The big topic of conversation today has been twofold, right? Number one, there was the uh, conversation about attendance and the frustration over it. And there's a good Twitter thread going on right now at Sports Talk 1400 on Twitter, our flagship here in Norman. Check it out. And then the second, Perion Winfrey's comments about, you know, frustration with getting taken out of the game, frustration with, you know, kind of the, the misuse or what they viewed as the misuse of a Nick Benito. And I don't know, Josh, is a good way to kind of summarize what Perion said. Felt like they were trying to fit a square peg in a round hole this year with their defense.
1: Trying to play the scheme instead of trying to call plays that maybe best fit the personnel. Sure. Yeah. Square, square peg, round hole. It's tough. All
0: right. Uh, 1134. We'll hit the top five. We'll merge it with the news. We'll get you caught up on everything you need to know the final hour of the plank show. We're on location today. Typically our Thursday hangout. We're live at Caven's construction. And tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to be uh, on the road again. On the road again, the day of caring. Uh, we'll tell you all about it when we come back. He's Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. This is the Plank Show right here on The Ref Sports Radio Network. Point very clear. Here's the one thing that I will say. I think attendance conversations are fun in the sports radio world. Um, I don't think anyone should be we into going to a game. If you don't want to go, don't go. But I also think if you're like, nah, you know, I don't really nah, – it's not really that big of a story. Okay. What are you going to write about? What are you going to talk about? What are you going to do? They lost. <laughs> they, we had one fan on the baseline who called Chris Beard a traitor. That's the big story from last night. I mean, it's just – it's it's tough. And, and you're losing games. It's hard – to head out whenever you're not getting those dubs. Do I think that attendance is tied to winning? You betcha. Captain Avi stuff right there, Josh. Look
1: look out. I, I think the but only thing I- that bothers me is when there's justifying not going. Just say you don't care. Say yeah, say you don't funny. care that much. Like this comment, softball players connect with the fans. Okay, the Oklahoma men's and women's basketball players connect with the fans too. They, They haven't. The last several years, one like the Oklahoma softball program has won, where they're winning national championships and routinely going to the Women's College World Series. But to, to in any way, shape, or form suggest that Oklahoma men's or women's basketball doesn't take the extra steps to walk around the arena, to to engage with the students that are there and the fans that are there, that's not right, and that's not fair to them.
0: Yeah. And I'll say this. I I mean, obviously I'm a, I'm a homer when it comes to the softball team, but I mean, there isn't a group of student athletes on this campus that aren't engaging. I like some people that are like, well, the thunder, they're hurting them. Oklahoma city is 28th in attendance this year. You know, they're, they're still filling up what for their home game. Where's the percentage at? 80 percent of their seats for their home games. But again, it's not what it once was. And I think there's enough basketball to where it's like, I'm sorry, I am just focused on the Thunder
1: right now. I don't. I've never understood that. Nine of eleven no, losses sorry. is what's killing. Yeah. You. I mean, let's let's just call it what it is. Yeah,
0: you lose some games, it's going to be obvious.
1: It'll be a big topic today. I credit Toby Rowland, T-Row, stepping up and saying,
0: listen, you got, and I know he's been frustrated with it this year. We started the show by playing how he wrapped up the broadcast, and you can sense that frustration. I mean, you got two more home games, February 26th against Oklahoma State, March 1st against West Virginia. And, you know, it's Oklahoma State's not very good this year, and they're not going to the postseason. So, and it's an 11 a.m. game. Oh, my gosh, it's an 11 a.m. tip. No one's going to be there. All right, let's roll through this real quick. Um, I got five stories to catch you up on, so here we go. Big story number five. Number five. Oh, this would be the latest we've done our top five stories today. I almost feel like it's a lead-in to Steely and Thune noon. Is Steely back today? How's he feeling? He is
1: back. I, I cannot – I can't say fully how – he's feeling, but he must be feeling a decent bit better to be doing the show today. And that is a good, a great thing, happy. a great thing. Big, big star number five, both
0: Ben Simmons and James Harden had their press conferences yesterday and James Harden threw this right hook, which by the way, I love how now that you end up somewhere, it's where you always wanted to be. But here's hard. When I was going through everything I was going through, with, you know, in Houston, uh, Philly was my, you know, my first choice. Uh, it just didn't happen. So, detailed, I don't really want to get into, you know, the, the Brooklyn situation. I just knew, you know, for a very long time this was a, a perfect fit, and obviously you got a, a, a big man, the best big man in the league and Joel. And then, obviously, the coaching, just from top to bottom, it made sense. And I'm just happy and, and, and blessed that I'm here. As Doc and, and everybody knows and everybody wants is, is to win and be the last team standing. So, um, I'm excited for the opportunity. I, I guess I'll never – understand that josh 135 87 by the way last night the celtics beat the 76ers so i mean it is james harden did not play in that game last night but in the first game with joe uh james harden on your roster you got beat by what 48 48 you were down 69 to 42 at the half and scored 16 third quarter points
1: Right. I will not be getting carried away with the first Sixers game that no. did not feature James Harden <laughs> post but the James Harden bad. trade. Uh, but, okay, so when's our first James Harden
0: game? Let's see. Thunder play the Spurs tonight. That's at 7 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night. The Philadelphia 76ers travel to Milwaukee. It'll be on TNT against the Bucks. All right, um, big story number four. Number four. Oh! Kevin O'Connell, despite a few concerns about timing, will indeed be the next head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, He was officially named yesterday. They had to hammer through some final contractual details. They're going to have a press conference tomorrow tomorrow. Tenth head coach in franchise history, which is kind of wild because I feel like the Raiders have had ten head coaches in the last ten years. Thirty-six years old, second youngest coach in the NFL. Meanwhile, Zach Taylor got a raise as well. Big story number three.
1: Number three. Oh.
0: So Blaine sent me this, um, and and I was I was just reading it. Remember how we joked about the, the Big Ten Pac twelve alliance? And how stupid it was. Do you remember those days? I remember those days. Gene Smith today said that when the Big 12, Pac-12, ACC alliance started, there were more conversations about reducing to eight conference games and scheduling more non-conference games against each other. But he says they've moved away from that, believing nine conference games is best. <laughs> so it took all of. I don't know, uh, five months for this to basically implode. Gene Smith says he doesn't think playing annual games against the ACC and Pac-12 would be worth playing only eight Big Ten games and potentially not being able to play non-conference games against the likes of Alabama, Texas, and Notre Dame. Josh, how fondly will you remember the effectiveness of the Alliance?
1: Man, that first day where we all laughed and made fun of it, it it will forever hold a place in my heart. And when they <laughs> s- sat up and did their joint press conference and basically said nothing, I, I just thought, man, this is groundbreaking for the future of college football. Again,
0: I love college football drama. I love it. And from day one, of this alliance, I told you, there is no way that a president in Berkeley, California, of his university, thinks the same way as a president in Columbia, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. There's no way that the president of a university in Eugene, Oregon, feels the same way about everything that a president at Clemson, South Carolina does. It was dumb. I understood what they were trying to do, but if they simply would have come out from day one and said, eh, we're mad about the SEC thing. So we're going to try to do what we can to stall playoff expansion. Next question. I would have probably respected him a little bit more. But Gene Smith's comments, I mean, it's if if, if they're not a scheduling alliance, they can't be a voting alliance, so it's already imploded, right? It's done.
1: Yeah, it certainly seems like this historic run is over. Um, big story number
0: two. Number two. Oh. Tonight, inside the Lloyd Noble Center, the Oklahoma women's basketball team squares off against Texas Tech in the most recent Charlie Crim Bracketology. The, the Oklahoma Sooners are a two-seed hosting its own regional in Norman. They take on Texas Tech tonight. At 6 p.m. inside the Lloyd Noble Center, we'll have live coverage for you right here on the flagship for the Ref Sports Radio Network, 99.3 FM in Norman and 1400 AM, which gets us to big story number one.
1: Number one.
0: Number one. Number one. Frustration last night for OU basketball as they fall to Texas. Here was head coach Porter Moser. On the missed free throw, well, with four seconds left, and then the play that ended the game. Well, we've 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 been there before, and uh, we were trying to outlet it deep. Um, it was the only shot we missed in overtime. Was that shot? You know, we made every free throw and made every shot in overtime. Unfortunately, we had two bad turnovers, and they had two offensive rebounds, and and we had a, a really bad foul. You know, just 28 feet from the basket. But um, you know, we were trying to you know, get it up the sideline. So if they miss, we were trying to outlet it and then up the sideline or up, up the thing, trying to get it as fast as you can in attack mode. But um, Tanner got it, and he took two dribbles, and Then he got it to EJ. I was, we, were, we were trying to get it outletted. Um, but you got four seconds. The clock starts when the, on the missed shot. Got to go. This Saturday, 1 p.m., in Ames, Iowa, Oklahoma, and Iowa State. We'll have some final thoughts on the day that was next. A little news from Josh as we wrap up a Wednesday edition of the Plank Show from Cavens Construction, online at cavensconstruction.com. This is one of those shows that I'm kind of like shocked it's over. It's like, what? How? We have so much more to get to. Do you think there's anything more from Parion that we need to touch on, Josh, or... Do you think it kind of lives where it is now and, you know, we just move on and let it be?
1: Oh, I think that it just further stokes the flames moving forward. And for like the call we got from, Demetrius and I've gotten plenty of it's not just Demetrius I'm not Demetrius you called in not trying to single you out by any stretch of the imagination it's just that's the only name I remember because it's such a unique name (laughs) well and you were on the show today but we we get a lot of texts we get a lot of tweets we get similar calls that is hey move on okay yeah well same way I feel I've moved on but when Lincoln Riley makes comments in the media now it's newsworthy again, and it it cycles <laughs> right. itself back over. And when Perrion Winfrey is asked questions about this past season and the coaching staff, and he makes the types of comments that he made today, it's not going away the way the fan base yeah. is going to feel about the guys that were here this past season. there's It makes you feel
0: some kind of way is the best way I can put it. All right, so, Josh, what do you say we hit a couple of Air Comfort Solutions texts before we get out of here?
1: I thought this was, was pretty good. Josh and Plank, this will be a long text, <laughs> <laughs> which it's a great start. Can be good and bad. <laughs> because of you guys, I know now about how awesome Oklahoma is. I've always known about football. What I didn't know was how great our women's basketball was or the women's gymnastics or women's softball. Wow. They are a force to be reckoned with. My girls should be attending these games. They should be supporting them. I really appreciate the fact that you guys cover it and so well and in depth. Now, on attendance, I can't get my kids to go to church. I can't give them to give back. They really are in their selfish little bubble. And then uh, there's more than that, but just a final thought from it. Just an idea, but again, we're overthinking it. These kids are focused on spring break and which beach they're going to be sun on.
0: (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's a never ending battle, right? Even when they were, you know, go back to the Blake uh, Griffin, uh, Blake Anderson, go back to the Blake Griffin Era. Go back to Trey Young. We were still fighting and scratching and clawing to get buddy healed season. It's, buddy
1: it's gotten yeah. magically forgotten, but don't lie to yourself and think that every single game that season was genuinely sold out, that it was just to the Raptors every single night. There might have been some sellouts mixed in here and there, but there were some empty seats.
0: Yeah. It was very What's the word I'm looking for? Frustrating. <laughs> it's great on the court, but it, uh, One of our first shows was complaining about the crowd at the Lloyd Noble Center. Some things never change. I hope it's a great crowd tonight, 6 o'clock. OU women, Jenny Baranchek, and the Sooners against Texas Tech. We'll see if Coach Jenny can join us tomorrow. Uh, We'll be live out at the Day of Giving, First United Bank. So, everyone, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday for Josh on Plank. Show never stops on Twitter. Go follow Josh on Twitter. It's good stuff, I promise, at Josh on Rev. I'm at Plank Show. This is the home of Sooner fans. Steely and Thune at noon next.